Hello everyone, welcome back to the Ad 1920 podcast, a podcast for men and by men. We hope you've been blessed in the series that we've been doing, the Sons of God series. And um, last week, remember, we talked about the son of Kohite, uh, the sons of Kohite and what happened to them based on their rebellion and based on the fact that they were not satisfied with what God has called them into and they were choosing every other different path and it had some dear consequences. And we hope that the Lord has been helping us to stay away from pride or from the spirit of complaining. So today we're going to look at a gallant soldier called uh, Uriah, one of the mighty men of David. He was part of those that fought for David. They were highly skilled, highly disciplined. And uh, But we know what happened at the end, that David killed him, and David paid dearly for that. And uh, But there's something we can learn from the life of this uh, man of God, of this, you know, originally based on the arrangement of those generation. He was not even a Jew. But, but there's something about him, it means that he got saved because based on his name and based on the name they gave him, it means that he came, he converted into uh, Judaism, which at that point was the religion of the people of God, where they were following them and he walked with them. And what does his name mean? His name means Yahweh is my light. God is my light. Yeshua is my light. That's just uh, his name, Yahweh is my light. And he did that up to the end of his work. And what one other thing we can learn from him, he was a mighty warrior. So for us as men and everything, we've been called to be warrior. And my warrior is not just this physical, appearing, intimidating guy. No, it's somebody that works with tact, with precision, with diligence, and with you no know, that solidness and doggedness to see things to the end. So are you a warrior? Are you a warrior of the light? Are you the warrior of God? And so it's a call for us as men and to myself. To become the warrior because that is God's desire for us. And you know, even when he was doing Apostle Paul understood that, and when he was writing Ephesians, he said, Put on the full armor of God, which means a warrior. Putting up that full armor. So are you a warrior? Do you even know that you're a warrior? Or do you just say the one is just time to psych yourself and have an easy motivation? No, this is more than easy motivation. This is a reminder of our identity in Christ, of who we are. Because if you don't know your identity, then like the safe don't know the aim or intention of a thing, then it will be abuse. It becomes abuse. But do you know that you're a warrior? The next thing we can learn from the life of Uriah, uh, the warrior, uh, the man that Yahweh is his light, is that he was lawyer. He was a lawyer soldier. I remember that even when he came, when David tricked him after sleeping with his wife, tricked him to come home, tricked him you know, to go back and go to his house he never fell he was a man of he was loyal to the end he showed his loyalty uh, to the army of god he showed his loyalty to the people of god even t he fell on the sword of his own uh, contemporaries and so but he was a loyal man and close to that loyalness he showed honor because any other soldier would have gone home sleep with his wife and come out which was nothing wrong because it was his wife but he because he was a man of honor and was a leader of a troop he said no my men are out here fighting in the cold, in the rain, in the sun. And they don't have the pleasure of having their wives with them. So how will I, as a soldier, go back home? Even when it was given to, it means, one lesson I learned from him that even when people come hide under alcohol to say, oh, I was drunk when I did this, I was drunk when I did that. Through the life of this man of warrior, we can know that drunkenness is not an excuse for anybody. I remember I worked in some project with some security personnel in one East African country and when we were talking about the issue of gender-based violence 
And one of the officers said, nope, excuse is just what men give to just hire to do what they want to do. So alcohol can never make anybody abuse anybody. But what alcohol does, does is that it brings out your defenses. So it means that a lot of things that you have already in your subconsciousness, what the only thing alcohol does is that the restraint that you have by it, it takes it away and you say it. So when people drink alcohol and say things or do things and come and say, I didn't mean it, you're just lying. You mean it. It means that even under the influence of an alcohol, you can control yourself before you become an addict. Because at that point, it's everything in your heart that comes to the surface. It's everything that's ever been buried in your DNA that you try to do when alcohol takes away that guard and that limitation. So, But he was a man of honor. Even when they made him drink and became so drunk, he still remembered. I cannot leave this place. I would take the information from my commander and take it back to my men out there. Even though he was going to lead to the to, to, not his own death and to the formation, but he was loyal to the end. So what other lesson can we also learn from him? Is that we also need to be careful to have the spirit of discernment. I wish maybe if he has had the spirit of discernment, he would have known what David was planning. Maybe now we will have a, a Uriah with us. At that point, he would have finished his went to the battle and come back but it was not designing that something was wrong and so it's also important don't yes it's good to be loyal it's good to follow things because we have talked about the positiveness of his loyalty but it's also good to be sensitive in the spirit so you can hear things so you can be able to escape uh from danger and he also led by example you know have worked with the military and i understand there's a lot of things you can learn from their lives there's a lot of things you can learn from the formation is that in terms of discipline, in terms of just leading by an example as an officer, even a, a sergeant of a platoon, it's better that you show exemplary life to your men and uh, in the unit for them to be able to, to follow. And for soldiers that have succeeded, either in war, either in battle, either in peacetime operation, or, or companies or group or, or platoons that have succeeded in the military or in military operation or even joint military operation is the platoon. That the leaders lead by example that show that transformational means of of, of, of battle strategies of that means of engaging community they succeed always 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 succeed and that is what Uriah was he was a man that led by example you could see even when the war was tough and his man was pulling down he still went because he wanted to lead by example but he didn't know that he was being sent to his slaughter so lead by example but also have the spirit of discernment so you can see danger ahead and you can know how to avoid it. And so, again, in related to his own story, that we can link back to David, the story we can learn that when people are broken, God uses them. David repented. We also know that him, Uriah, was a broken man because he came from a tribe or a group that was not originally part of the so accepted tribe by God then, but he brought his brokenness to God and God used it. And God used it and became a mighty warrior. But we also need to understand that God wants us to be broken. If we must walk with him, if we must do things, if we must become a mighty warrior, which is something that is so unique and different. I remember we talked some couple of weeks ago that Christianity is counterculture. You know, in the general culture of society is that you need to be strong. You need to show masculinity. You need to show your macho-ness as a man. But funny enough, it is here in our own kingdom, it is that you have to be broken. To be a great warrior you have to be broken to be a great warrior and so it's expected that you remain broken because when you remain broken he uses you and which is something unique 
that we need to learn about our uncle. So counterculture said, do this, but all religion said, serve. When you serve in the kingdom, you become mighty. No, counterculture says, show yourself up, do this, do my no, no, no. All religion says, humble yourself before God. Once you humble yourself before God, He uplifts you. So you need to come broken. You need to come saying, no, I don't have anything of my own. And you need to know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against power, against wickedness in high places. Those are the things we rescue with, but you cannot fight them with your physical sword. You fight with the spiritual sword. You put on the full armor of God, which is able to help us stand. And so, have you come broken? You used to call me your higher horses. You used to come as the most intelligent. I have the wisdom. You know, I built three companies, about 13 companies, and they are floating. They are doing well, but no, my brother, God wants you to be broken. God wants you to come. You know, it's just so unique that Christian that in all of this is we have the most thick home. You know, it's something so unique. The Lamb of God, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, is both a lion and a lamb. And which is the mystery? Come like a lion. Of says, a lamb unto slaughter, he opened not his mouth. That you and I will be saved. But that also then gave him the championess of a lion of the tribe of Judah that can devour any enemy on the way. But yet he's still a lamb. And so that's a challenge to us to learn from the life uh, of Uriah, uh, the great uh, warrior. Then also, please learn not to betray anyone. That's one big lesson we can learn. David paid dearly for what he did. He betrayed Uriah, which was bad, which was evil. And God called him out to it. Are you betraying your friends? Are you betraying people? Are you betraying a cause? If you're no longer satisfied to stay with people or to do anything with them, let them know. Don't go behind and betray them. Don't go behind and throw them under the bus. Don't betray people. And don't just be someone that uses people because that's what David did. He used Uriah. He was a mighty man that fought with him. If you look at the exploit, you know there are books that was written. One day, I hope I have access to those books. They were written outside of the Bible with the, the annals of the war and the record of the kings of Israel from age to age. Age past, were written there. These 30 men were like special squad that served David. And Uriah was one of them. But look at what David did. He used him, just dump him and give him a letter to go Undo his debt. Are you a user? Just using people and dumping them. That's not the way of the spirit. For a Christian man, you must use people, mentor them when you work with them, let them get their wages, let them learn the writing that is due them, let them get this opportunity that you promise you're going to give them. Then you need to do that. And I think the last that we can learn from the life of Raya is that the memory of the righteous is blessed. They can never be forgotten. Look at now, thousands of years after. You and I are talking about Uriah. His memory is blessed. We talk of his goodness. We talk of everything he, he, he did. He might have done some wrong in his life, and everything, but we are not aware of that. But we remember his righteousness. It is still standing now, even to the end. So I pray that we will never, ever be a betrayer. We will not stop those that have helped us. We will not pay them back for evil. We will always be there. We will be a man of honor. I will be lawyer, but as well lawyer, we ask for the designing spirit to understand the mind of God per time and what God uh, is doing. I remember that above all, when your end has come, when my own end has come, our memory will be blessed. Can we pray together? Precious Father, we thank you again for this week's podcast. Thank you for my brothers all over the world that is listening to this. Right now, those that will listen to in the future, 
Lord, we just ask that you will cause us to continue to walk even in line with the plan of the kingdom so that to us will be reminded that our memories will remain blessed if we walk with you in righteousness. Lord, we just ask, Lord, we pray. Even the Lord, that as we are warrior, we will understand that we are both a lion and a lamb. Not just a lion, that we will understand the mystery of the lamb and we will be able to bring to mind the mind of God of what you desire of our Father. That we will lead by example as men in our family, in our home, in our society, everywhere we find ourselves, we will lead. We will remember that God uses the brokenhearted. We will always come broken before you, that you will help us and mend us and bring us higher into the cardia of the spirit in the name of jesus the lord will never be users we will not use people we'll pay them their wages we'll just just do the right by them lord we'll do right by them we'll not betray anyone in our cycle lord help us holy spirit divine have your way of our father we give you all the glory we give you all the honor for in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen Praise lord Yes, friends, it's been the Art 1920 podcast, a podcast for men and by men, where we encourage ourselves and we've been on the series, uh, The Sons of God. We hope you've been blessed from the love of Uriah. I think it's a great blessing from his life. And I hope that each and every one of us, myself and yourself, by the time we're no longer here, our memory will be blessed. And when people talk about us, they'll say, oh, through us and through other things the Lord have done in us, they were able to meet the Jesus, the real Jesus. Uh, that died to rescue us to set us free so friends enjoy yourself again until we meet again we're going to be talking about the sons of uh, mirari remember we talked about they are the uh the direct uh company or the direct opposite team or division that was working uh with we will not say in competition that was working with the cohite doing almost the same work but with different uh instruction we're going to see what are some of the five, six, seven lessons the Lord can have us learn from their lives in our journey, in this pregame journey to the end of things. God bless you, friends. See you again next week. Bye-bye. Stay blessed.